All views expressed on this program are opinion. They do not represent Satori Mortgage, NMLS, 4190, or any affiliate. Please consult with a licensed loan officer before making any home financial decisions. Welcome to the Mortgage Talk Show. I'm your host, Steve Conklin. Sitting alongside me is Jake Duroth. As always, we're from Satori Mortgage. How are you doing, Jake? I'm doing good today. How are you doing, Steve? Good. Um, our show is not live, so it's actually Halloween today. Yep. So, it's happy Halloween to you. We're dressed up as loan officers today. Yep, yep. We're I'm actually, lame. I'm actually dressed up as an agent. <laughs> oh, I see. Yep, so. Going on a limb. <laughs> yeah, going on, way out of my comfort zone. All right. Well, as always, we uh, we have the mortgage buzz. All right. Our first article here is from Redfin. Uh, housing demand climbs 5.1% in September. All right. And I think this is the one in the article that says it's it's driven by growth in the early stage home buying activity. Yep, that's correct. So, yeah, more of the... Uh, getting approved, you know, starting to get approved, not into that like offer writing stage yet. Exactly. So it tells me that uh, smart home buying is coming back to the market. Um, as I always say, no matter who it is, whether it's, you know, Satori Mortgage or anybody else, I, you know, if you go to a, a loan officer and figure out your mortgage options, um, you know, no matter how much money you have or anything, you, you figure out your options and then you go find an agent and then you go buy a house. Um, I, that's that's the very smart way to do it. I think we we kind of had a, a a strong period last year, and where it was kind of um, all hands on deck type thing. And I saw a lot of a lot of people um, were pretty much already already moving before they even figured out how to move. Um, you know, and, and this article, the you know, the one of the things that really caught my eye in this article is it says that uh, you know. Now buyers are, are telling me that they like the home, but they don't love it, so they're not moving on the home. So yeah. it, it's very much the opposite of what we were seeing for a while. Exactly. So I mean, even though it's 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 you know there's there's tons and tons of obviously home buying activity out there, it's still really really healthy. Um, I, I think it's going to level off a little bit, um, and it sounds like you know I know in our you know in our our, our database we have tons and tons of uh, pre approvals. Um, and those, it's it's turning over a lot less quickly than it used to turn over, um, and you know a lot of it too is, I, there's, you know it's hard to find value in a in a seller's market that's so crazy. You know when people are offering so much money over list price, it's it's really hard to find value. And you know it's if you're you're there's nothing wrong with sitting and waiting. And you know two years sounds like a long time, but in reality, to buy a house two years is not that long at all. Yeah, and I think the big thing, like you were saying, is the you know s smart buying, and I think that's really important as rates are higher. Is you know you, you do your shopping, you make sure you compare programs and stuff like that, because you know a little bit of an increase in your rate can make a big difference for what you're looking for. Yeah, and what I tell people, don't be a home buyer, be a smart home buyer. Absolutely. You know, and the it's I mean, you you know, people people look at the costs, and I, I think sometimes they just go numb because there's there's so many big numbers, and a lot of people you know aren't used to seeing you know six six numbers in a in a line. You know, it's yeah. like, I mean, and taking on debt and stuff where it's you know little mistakes and, and things like that. I mean, where 
you know, in the car, it might cost you 20 bucks a month where, you know, in the mortgage, and I see it every day where people get put in the wrong loans. And I mean, it costs, you know, it costs them thousands and thousands of dollars. So, yep. and if you later realize the mistake you made and you go to try to refinance later, you know, you're costing yourself some costs in that as well. Absolutely. All right. Well, what's next, Jake? All right. We got uh, weakening home prices are not a signal for a 2008 reboot. All right. Um, so. So I, I, that's kind of what we've been talking as we've over the last couple of months is kind of the housing market has gotten not quite as strong, but still plenty strong. And there's a lot of people out there that are concerned. Is this 2008 again? Yeah, exactly. We're going to get a lot of articles, I think, in the next month, maybe even, you know, throughout the, the frigid months up here in Minnesota that are going to kind of hint um, to to more of a stabilization, I think, um, at the whole market. I think it's going to be, you know, I, it's a good time to probably look at buying if you haven't bought yet. Um, I do believe, you know, the way everything's trending with rates and everything, I mean, it definitely is... You know, it's definitely going to cost you more money waiting. Um, but, you know, at the same time, home, you know, equity and, and the seller's market, things are going to die, die down a little bit. And also, too, what we speak on here is that it's the national, you know, it's a national market. So we're, we're, you know, I want people to understand that we're just giving national trends. This has nothing to do if you want to go buy a house in Richfield or if you want to buy a house in Miami, Florida. Like every, every pocket you know, um, even just in our home state here in Minnesota, like there is about seven different pockets that I know people like Lakefield, people like Edina, people like South Minneapolis, all those different pockets have completely different appreciation rates. Mm -hmm. And so on, on average, I think it's going to be definitely, uh, you know, more of a buyer's market. Um, but you know, a good thing to do locally is to, you know, to contact it, an agent or, or, you know, just, yeah, really, agents are, are a very good, you know, gauge of the market. Loan officers are, are as well, but, you know, if you really want to know kind of, you know, price points and everything, you know, that's contacting an agent and really understanding, you know, what, is it a home buy-in home buy in, in your market? Is it a buyer's market in your market or is it a seller's market? Yep, they, they're definitely the ears to the ground in their particular market and they know what's going on a lot better than national trends or anything like that, definitely. <laughs> Absolutely. All right, and our next article kind of ties in with everything else. Uh, mortgage rates are pushing U.S. homes out of reach from Bloomberg. Yeah, so, you know, you've had the perfect storm of rates are up almost, I think they'll be up full two points and probably from, I think we'll probably end the year around 5%, which is insane considering that the threes back in the day yeah i mean it wasn't even back in the day it was you know less than probably three years ago yeah. um so rates of rates are, are are moving up and you know as we've touched on the show the general pockets there's there's a lot of pockets of homes that you know you don't go buy a house for 100 grand you know like majority of the population states in america you know homes start at four hundred thousand. um and, and so i mean you know a quarter point rate is putting putting a lot of pressure on people. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's you're you're looking at maybe you know something that was what two hundred dollars cheaper probably last year at this time. You know, um, and obviously the higher the loan you go, the you know the more cost. And yep. you know, there's a lot of things about where the income doesn't rise as fast as you know rates and payments. It 
makes it hard, you know, yep, yep. unattainable. Yeah, it makes, and, and that's for starter homes as well as all types of different homes, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right, well, let's touch on this. I know you love this. All right, uh, yeah, uh, mortgage technology, gotta love it here. Uh, so, how significant is blockchain in the mortgage industry? Um, so, we're gonna keep probably talk about this quite a bit. Um, you know, it's it's becoming really, really, really popular. Um, I would say probably in the next five years, the mortgage mortgage and real estate in general. Will, will no longer be what it is today. I, I really think that. I mean, obviously, they're still going to have the, the frameworks and stuff. And, I mean, there's, I, I would imagine they still have some type of loan officers and stuff. But, you know, really, it's going to be, you know, significant changes. Yep. Well, and the blockchain is really about that um, keeping track of transactions as well as having access to the information. And that's where this really goes in and says here that um, Moody suggests that the annual cost savings as a result of blockchain-based application could save as much as $1.7 billion a mm -hmm. year. That's insane. Yeah, and, you know, you think about it, they're kind of already doing blockchain to a certain extent with, you know, that mentions title a lot in here where they, you know, title in the past, really in the past five years has gone from pretty much all paper to very, very little paper for as much as title is. You know, now you're starting to pull, you know, you're starting to get title work back within, you know, a few hours because they're able to pull the records online and, mm -hmm. and do certain things. Um, so, you know, there's going to be a lot less risk involved when everything's online um you know and there's it's there's definitely going to be tons tons and tons of uh savings coming from yep. from stuff like this streamlining all the different processes having um everything transparent it, it can really revolutionize things absolutely and it it, it is um it definitely on the back you know in the background things that I've seen just in my short career, it's pretty remarkable, you know, to the fact of, you know, we just had another six day clear to close, which, you know, <laughs> two years ago, it took me six days to get title back. So, it, you know, the blockchain, everything, technology is really starting to come in. So, yep. all right, well, I hear the music. We'll see you after the break. Again, we're Steve and Jake, and we're from Story Mortgage. This is Chad, owner of AM950, here to tell you about Snap Construction. They're experts in roofing, siding, window, and insurance restoration. They have energy-efficient products available for both residential and commercial properties. This spring, when we needed a company to take a look at a problem with our roof, I called the company I knew I could trust, Snap Construction. I've known Ryan, the owner at Snap Construction, for years, so I knew I could trust him. Don't just take my word for it. Check out their reviews online. They are arguably the most well-reviewed exterior contractor online in the metro area. Over the years, Ryan has always said the same thing to me about his work. If we build it, shouldn't we be held accountable for the work indefinitely? He backed that statement up years ago when Snap Construction was a pioneer in offering a lifetime craftsmanship guarantee on all their work. For a free estimate or general questions, call the locally owned company AM950 Trusts Snap Construction at 612-333-SNAP. That's 612-333-SNAP, or find them online at snapconstruction.com. They have financing options available. 
I am Athena Janakis Karras, and my family invites you to join us at It's Greek to Me on the corner of Lake and Lindale. Since purchasing this iconic restaurant two years ago, our passion has been building upon the traditional by infusing the menu and space with modern interpretations of classic Greek cuisine, sourcing fresh, authentic ingredients and recipes cultivated from our Greek heritage. Your meal will be quintessentially Greek. Find It's Greek to Me at 626 West Lake Street in Minneapolis or at It's Greek to Me MN. Find a wide selection of outdoor hearth products at Woodland Stoves and Fireplaces. Whether you prefer wood or gas, Woodland Stoves has the fire to fit your home. Pizza aficionados know nothing matches masonry oven baking for capturing flavor and nutrition. Woodland Stoves and Fireplaces can easily install one in your home or business. Enthusiasts use these ovens year-round for bread making, wood roasting, even grilling. The mission and passion of Woodland Stoves and Fireplaces is to make the fire work for you. The way humans relate to fire is primordial. We have used fire to warm our bodies, cook our meals, and kindle our spirits. Our team has the know-how to do this in a clean-burning and environmentally smart way. Visit our store and experience the diversity. We have over 35 working units on display at the corner of Riverside and East Franklin. See us online at woodlandstoves.com. Find the fire that fits and works for you. Woodland Stoves and Fireplaces, out of the ordinary products and services since 1977. Hi, this is Ken Hagland, host of the Minnesota Hospice and Healthcare Show, your source for elder care and caregiver solutions, inviting you to listen to our live call-in show airing on Saturdays from noon to one. Each week, we provide answers to important questions regarding elder care and caregiver issues to help you and your loved ones plan for the future and enjoy your best quality of life. Please join us this Saturday from noon to one for the Minnesota Hospice and Healthcare Show and learn more about us at minnesotahospice.com. to the Mortgage Stock Show. I'm your host, Steve Conklin, sitting here with Jake Duroff from Satori Mortgage. How was your break, Jake? Short. Short. <laughs> you know you say that every time. I think I think you need to switch it up a little bit. Brief? Brief. Brief. All right. Well, as always, we have questions and we have answers. All right. Our first question here is, can I buy a loan with an ITIN number? Yes, you can. These are becoming more and more popular. Um, you know, basically what this is, is it's, you know, it's a tax ID number that's issued through the IRS. Um, there is, you know, a few programs out there that you can. You know, the, the one thing that you have to realize is that generally they're going to have a little bit higher of a rate. And the second thing is, is that you're going to need a little bit more of a down payment. Um, but as always, the, the best thing to do is to come and talk to somebody at Satori Mortgage, and we can show you your options. Absolutely. Our next question here is, who pays for a home inspection? All right. So this, I get a lot. Um, the home inspection is not the appraisal. And that does get confused. That, by a that lot gets of people. confused, yep. you know, it, which is understandable. Um, you know, the home inspection generally is always paid for by the buyer, which, you know, same as the appraisal. Um, the home inspection is something that usually, you know, the loan officer usually doesn't see. Um, they, you know, we, on the loan side, we don't, 
we don't really care. Um, it doesn't have any bearing unless the you know unless there's major repairs or or there's something there. Um, but the home inspection is generally paid for um, by the buyer. There's a p period you usually give an inspection period, and then after the inspection's done, you know there might be some more negotiation. Yep. Maybe a little back and forth. Um, you know, the the rear window looks a little shoddy and we need to fix it for for my home uh it was the water heater had some problems so in the negotiations i was able to get a new water heater yeah i mean it did i i think you know that it, as a personal you know obviously somebody that i don't i don't care if somebody does them or not technically for our our job but i you know especially first-time home buyers and just people in general like myself that are not handy um i i think they're great they're a great tool and also too they're they're if you're a buyer they're they're awesome to be able to counter back with mm -hmm. to say hey you know i need a little you know give me a new water heater or or something like that i mean I, you know the rule number one that so many people never follow is it never hurts to ask yep there, there's a difference between insulting people but asking you know and, and if that i think that's you know if if whoever is representing you if they don't want to ask those questions then i think that that's one of the big issues yeah the inspection is very much there to protect the buyer because mm -hmm. there's gonna be a lot of things that you know the naked eye you, you miss mm -hmm. so you bring in somebody that's an expert to go through the home and be like okay this has an issue that has an issue where's your comfort level now that you know these items and especially how the housing market has been lately where you may have to make an offer that same day. You don't have that opportunity to come back to go look at it again. You know, this is a lot of times your opportunity to really decide, you know, is this the perfect one for me? And I don't care what, what anybody else tells people that every week I have people that back out of homes due to home inspections. So it is, is a hundred percent normal to say, you know what? Um, you know, they, they crawled up in the attic and, we have no idea what's going on up there. I don't feel safe with this house. That that's a, a hundred percent normal feeling. Um, and if anybody tells you not to, I mean, it really is gut instinct. You know, I've had a lot of people that have purchased homes outside of an inspection, and you know, sometimes it's good, sometimes it's bad, just like anything. But you know, it definitely helps too if if you you know if you know how to do more than change a light bulb. Yep. Yeah. For for uh, when I bought a home, the first one we went, we were under contract. We did the inspection, didn't really like what we were seeing, and then it was back to the drawing board. Uh, luckily for us, it, we found something very quickly, but sometimes, you know, it might it might take a little while, but like you said, it goes with your gut, mm -hmm. and it gives you that one more opportunity to protect yourself. Yeah. All right. Next. All right. Uh, what is the tax value lower than, why is the tax value lower than the purchase price? All right. This is a common question as well. Um, so your taxable value, there's a difference between purchase price and taxable values. Um, unless it's new construction, then they'll go off of your value and you actually generally overpay for new construction taxes. Um, it'd be anywhere, it's, it's usually about 20% less is, is normal. Um, so if you look at you know the county website and it says your house is worth 300 and you think it's worth 400, um you may not be off yeah, yeah. yeah it might not be off mm -hmm. um you know it's it's actually a good thing generally um where it's that's what they tax you off so you're actually saving money by them you know having a conservative value um you know and also too like we talked about earlier you know i've seen it where the tax values are way over the appraisal values and that's not a good sign mm -hmm. not a good sign at all so you know you generally 
you you generally want to you know have your tax value you know close to the purchase price but also too there's could be many many reasons of why you know it might not correlate but yeah don't don't freak out it's it's 100 percent normal mm-hmm. um and you know if anything i'd rather probably go off a of zillow than a tax rate yeah i'd say that's probably a little that gives closer. you a better estimate yep uh, both of them are not perfect but if you're yep. needing a ballpark that's probably a little more accurate exactly all right next question here is what question should i ask when picking a listing agent all right, this is something that I obviously don't do, but I have, you know, many, many years of experience working with good listing agents and bad listing agents. I think depending, I think one of the good questions that I I always tell people to ask is, do they know the difference between an FHA loan and a conventional loan? Um, with an FHA loan, you know, there's certain things on the appraisal that um, can cause huge headaches that come up um, and one of the things is peeling paint. Peeling paint always comes up, and I'm so, always amazed at how many listing agents never know about that. Mm-hmm. Like, how, why would you accept a FHA? You know, and then it goes back, and people don't want to paint, and you know, it's just it, it's little little issues that create bigger issues down the line. That that's another you know another thing uh, is do they get back to you? Are they responsive? Um, you know, it's, I don't think it's ever good if people don't get back to people. I I think that's, you know, I always tell our sales staff that, you know, really just answer the phone. You might not always have the solution. You might not always, you know, have the right answer, but just at least answer. Yep. You know, there's, I'd rather have somebody tell me, Hey, I'm working on it than just where, where'd you go? Yeah. If someone's uh, not taking your calls when they're, uh, you know, inquiring to try to get your business, what what's going to say they're going to take your calls when you know stuff goes sideways? Mm-hmm. And it's gut feel too, right? Mm-hmm. So if it you know people mesh well with other people and people don't. Yep. And, and and as we went through a couple of these items, it's not just purely which agent says they're going to get me the most for this house. You know, there's a lot more that goes into it. Exactly. All right. Uh, next question here is, how do I know a cash out refinance is worth it? All right. So these are starting to come back into the market. We're getting more and more every month. Um, and the very simple mathematics is is that you divide your savings by how much your total closing cost is. Um, the total closing cost is generally everything I say minus your escrows. Um, if you get, you know, if there's some escrows that you have. You know, at a lender, escrows are your property taxes and insurance. Um, so if you have $2,000 at the current lender, you're going to get $2,000 back. So subtract that. Um, but, you know, for general senses, is they, they say it's, I think it's 24 months to recoup your money. Um, some people, you know, there's every situation is a little different. But um, generally, if, you know, if the closing costs, even if your rate's going up, if you know, if you're gonna save the payment or total debt payment too, a lot of people do cash out to save, you know, to pay off pay off other debt. Um, that, That's high interest credit. You know, cards. You, even if yeah. the debt might be four years, I mean, it, you know, it's it, it yes, it sometimes does make sense to wrap it into your loan. Um, and you know, it really is about cash flow when you talk to about investing and stuff. Um, but you know, they generally say that if it's not worth it in 24 months, then don't do it. And I. I pretty much i think that's a good idea mm-hmm. no, that uh, definitely makes sense as anything you know the the step is is step one is talk to a, a loan officer you know step two look at your options step three ask questions yep and find the right answer absolutely 
All right. Our next one here is, uh, can I do a cash out jumbo loan? Absolutely. These are, um, again, more and more popular as the markets shift. Um, there is tons and tons of options that are coming out for these. So if, you know, if you have high interest debt and, you know, you, you need a, um, you know, some equity or, or whatever you want to do. Um, yeah, just because you're on a jumbo loan doesn't mean that you can't, you know, you can't access your equity. I mean, there's, we're doing a lot of them and there's tons of savings. There's tons of ways to get creative. And, you know, there's, there's a lot of, a lot of lenders competing for higher end business. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, that's the show. Thanks, Jake. All right. Don't forget to vote. Again, we're Steven Jake. We're at Satori Mortgage. All views expressed on this program are opinion. They do not represent Satori Mortgage, NMLS, 4190, or any affiliate. Please consult with a licensed loan officer before making any home financial decisions.